slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today. Lots to talk about on today's episode, including, of course, the Islanders' first of back-to-back games against the Bruins in Boston tonight. We will have a full preview. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So we've got a lot on the table. The first of back-to-back games against Boston. We have the newest Islander arriving at practice. The Islanders also announcing the signing of a draft pick from a, a few years back to a new contract. We'll talk about that and the impact that it'll have on the team, and we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, and much, much more all coming up on today's show. If there's something Islanders-related on your mind, you've got a question, a comment, uh, something you'd like us to talk about, uh, feel free to email the show, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, like uh, Bob from Queens, We're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I do live tweet during nearly every Islanders game, so uh, if you want instant insight and analysis or have any questions about what's going on, uh something that you see on the ice, please, I enjoy interacting with listeners and fellow Islander fans all the time. So let's get started with the latest news for the New York Islanders. First off, Braden Coburn, the Islanders' latest acquisition, arrived yesterday at Islanders practice driving down from Ottawa after the trade went through on Sunday night, went through all the COVID-19 protocols, and basically on Wednesday morning, uh, joining the team for practice and now heading up to Boston with the team. And here's Coburn, you know, his attitude. Basically, I'm here to do whatever they need me to do. And, you know, very straightforward, very uh, mature kind of an attitude, and we'll see exactly what kind of role Colburn ends up with. I think he's predominantly going to be the seventh defenseman. Barry Trotz had this to say about Colburn. When you win the cup, there's an instant respect factor that goes there. But one of the things I know about Braden is that he's earned that respect for the years in the league 
and going through the battles, and then last year being part of the Tampa Bay team. It does land a lot, lend a lot of credibility to your words and what you do. So at the end of the day, uh, Coburn coming in, and you know, let's discuss what we can expect from Braden Coburn. The Islanders having, you know, a little more than a dozen games left on the schedule. And I get the feeling that Coburn will play a handful of those remaining games, maybe five or six of those games. And the way I look at it is this. They will try to integrate him into the lineup, probably. Uh, you know, you have back-to-back games coming up uh, today and tomorrow against Boston. Then you have another game over the weekend. Three games in four nights, you end up with a situation where you may need to rest some players. And maybe maybe this allows Andy Green or Scott Mayfield to take a, a breather for a game. Uh, or maybe Noah Dobson, who is still, you know, he's back from COVID, but maybe maybe he needs a little extra rest. At the end of the day, the key for the Islanders now is preparing for the playoffs. And adding Braden Coburn gives them experience. It gives them depth. He adds that work ethic that the Islanders are uh, so famous for. And I'll tell you, it, it sets up a situation where, you know, it gives the Islanders a lot more flexibility in case of injury, a lot more comfort. Uh, and a lot more depth. Here's what Cal Clutterbuck had to say. He's been around. I've been playing against him since I came into the league. He's one of those guys who is really, really strong, really, really tough to play against, and has been in some really big moments. He knows how to be and knows how to play. He's just going to add the experience, the character, and the strength of our team. Now, Coburn has been given number 45, that is his uniform number, and basically, you know, that is uh, his introduction. I don't know if we see him tonight. I get the feeling that sometime in the next two or three games, they will find a way to to slide Braden Coburn into the Islanders lineup and and just see what he can do. And and again, even if nobody gets hurt you can start resting some of these players for a game here, a game there, and allow them to be a little sharper and in better physical condition once the playoffs get underway. So can't hurt, to say the least. And here's the thing else uh, also that we're noticing. Braden Coburn waived his no-trade clause to join the New York Islanders, as did Travis Zajac and Kyle Palmieri. Wasn't that long ago when, you know, you go back three, four years ago when players would not waive their no trade or no movement clauses in their contract to join the New York Islanders. And very often, you know, the Islanders were on the list of teams that players said, hey, I won't approve a trade to that organization. And yet now, because of the Islanders' recent success, because they are now a cup-contending team with a Hall of Fame general manager and a future Hall of Fame coach, that 
plays hard game in and game out, is heading to a new building next year, is battling for first place in the East Division, opposing players are willing to accept trades to the island and join the New York Islanders, and that, realistically, is yet another indicator of how far this team has come over the past few years, where, you know, they go from no respect around the league to, yeah, I want to join that team, because that means I'll have a chance to win a Stanley Cup, to compete, to uh, play for a great coach, and for a team with a great work ethic. So, Definitely progress there for the Islanders, and that is very good to see. We've got a lot more to discuss coming up on the show. We'll talk about a prospect who signed with the Islanders, a new contract, plus a full preview of tonight's game in Boston and our Islanders' birthday of the day. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by 1010 a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair prices. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. I checked these out, and I'm blown away by these beautiful rings, and I'll tell you, the symbolism is absolutely beautiful. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Islander fans, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, the Islanders making a move yesterday and uh, they end up signing a former draft pick, Colin Adams, uh, the 22-year-old left wing native of Brighton, Michigan, He has spent the last four years at the University of North Dakota this past season in 29 games. He had 14 goals and 34 points, so uh, better than a point a game his senior year at UND, and the former sixth-round pick in the 2016 NHL entry draft has signed a two-year, two-way contract with the Islanders that will not start until next season. So, you know, very often these uh, college players, they finish their eligibility and then they sign on for the stretch drive and the playoffs. But this year, uh, that's a little bit different. And I like the decision by the Islanders to basically forego the rest of this year 
and have Adams join them next year. I mean, look, first of all, the AHL schedule is such where there's only a limited number of games, and it doesn't look like Bridgeport is going to make the playoffs. They are struggling big time right now during this modified AHL schedule. And so rather than wait and go through the quarantine and all the other steps that would be necessary, you sign Adams. He's not going to play for the Islanders this year. He's on a two-way contract. And Bridgeport, again, what would he get into? Uh, Four, five, six games down the stretch after you're done quarantining and getting him integrated into the team. It doesn't make sense to toll a year of his contract under those circumstances. So Colin Adams now signing with the Islanders, and he is uh, going to start next season. And if I were a betting man, I would say Colin Adams is probably uh, going to head to Bridgeport next year and have a season in the AHL after four productive years at North Dakota. One other thing I wanted to talk about, Ilya Sorokin, how good is this kid right now? This season, Sorokin 8-0-0 at home at the Nassau Coliseum. Only five other goalies in NHL history have accomplished that feat as rookies and have longer streaks. So it's uh, Michelle Bunny Larock and Rogie Vashon who uh, did it with the Canadiens in the 60s and 70s, uh, Vashon in the late 60s, Bunny LaRock in the 70s. They each had nine straight wins on home ice. Grant Fuhrer, the Hall of Famer with the Edmonton Oilers, he had a 10-game streak. Bill Dernan at 13 uh, straight wins as a rookie on home ice. And then Roger Crozier with 14. So uh, Sorokin... You know, he's got a a ways to go, and obviously it looks like his next start will be on the road, but Ilya Sorokin in some pretty elite company as of this point in time, and he and his strong play have been a big benefit to the Islanders. Meanwhile, Matthew Barzal, uh, we have talked about his play a lot this year. Obviously, he is the Islanders' most talented Uh, offensive player, but here's the thing. Barzi is very, very streaky, and what was it, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, we talked about, uh, you know, him being in a a slump, and he wasn't scoring, and and what have you. Now he is hot again. Barzal, 12 points in his last eight games. That's four goals and eight assists in his last eight contests. And uh, that is a definite uh, step forward. And look, when Barzi is going, the Islanders are going. And he is a big component of the offense, of the power play. He helps make this team go. And it really does make a big difference. And look, when Barzi is struggling, he turns the puck over too much. He holds it too long. And he's less effective. But when he can get the speed going, when he can not just hold the puck, but create space for himself and or his teammates 
when he lugs the puck around in the offensive zone or the neutral zone, when he knows when to shoot and when to pass, all of those factors make a big difference in the game-by-game output of Matt Barzal. And look, Barzy is leading the Islanders in points. He is by far their most dynamic offensive weapon. And most goal scorers in this league, traditionally, they are streaky. And right now, with Barzal riding a hot streak, that only benefits the New York Islanders. And hopefully, as he gains maturity, as he gains experience, the droughts become fewer and shorter, and he helps this Islander team even more consistently than he's doing this season. But right now, Barzal, 12 points in his last eight games, and that is only a good thing for the New York Islanders. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. Islanders' birthday of the day coming up, plus a full preview of the first of back-to-back games against the Bruins. And these are crucial games. We'll tell you why all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brands his or her warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, And in your pocket, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. And you always get reliably low prices, the same prices, both for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, the football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are headed into the home stretch and getting ready for the playoff drive. Major League Baseball is back, and yes, the NFL draft is just a few weeks away. BetOnline also covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV They'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So you put $100 into your account on your first deposit, They'll give you $50 free money to bet with if you use that promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, if you play fantasy hockey like I do, you can be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season long. 
Dynasty and DFS leagues. You can follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day as we go back in time. And today, we want to wish a very happy 63rd birthday to former Islanders center Keith Acton. Acton originally drafted by the Montreal Canadiens in the sixth round of the 1978 draft, came to Montreal for a little cup of coffee back in 1979-80, later played for the Minnesota North Stars, Edmonton Oilers, Philadelphia Flyers, and Washington Capitals before joining the Islanders very early in the 1993-94 season, played 71 games for the Isles that year, two goals, seven assists, nine points, and appeared in all four playoff games with the Isles that year. And that was the last NHL appearance Acton had. He was really a, a very steady defensive defenseman by that point in his career. Later went on to be an assistant coach with the Flyers, Rangers, Maple Leafs, Blue Jackets, and Oilers, and uh, has been uh, around the sport of hockey for quite a long time. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. February 27, 1994, at the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders playing host to the Quebec Nordique, Stefan Fisse in goal for the Nords, while Ron Hextall was in between the pipes for the New York Islanders. Islanders getting on the board early, three first-period goals. First, it was Marty McGinnis's 18th from Brad Dalgarno and Travis Green at 10.48. And less than two minutes after that, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Keith Acton gets his second goal of the season. David Maley and Mick Vakoda were the getting the assist, 2-0 Isles, and less than two minutes after that, Pierre Turgeon scores off a pass from Vladimir Malakov, and the Islanders led 3-0 after one. But in the third period, it was Quebec getting on the board, future Islander Chris Simon, his third from Craig Wallinen, and it was 3-1, but the Islanders quickly answered Ray Ferraro, his 13th from Benoit Hogue and Pat Flatley, 4-1 Islanders, a goal by Claude Lapointe, another name familiar with Islander fans, uh, got Quebec back into this game at 4-2, but in the final minute, Benoit Hogue ends it with an empty netter, assisted by Scott Lachance. The Islanders skate away with a solid 5-2 win over Quebec, and it was Ron Hextall, 31 saves to earn the win for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Keith Acton, uh, he gets a goal, he is a plus one, and he ties for the team lead with four shots along with Pierre Turgeon and Marty McGinnis. So good game right there for Acton, his goal giving the Islanders a two to nothing lead, and we wish Keith Acton a very happy 63rd birthday and many happy and healthy more. All right, Islanders taking on the Bruins' first of two consecutive games uh, tonight and tomorrow. So this is, uh, you know, big-time importance. And you look at the standings, and that'll explain why. Boston is eight points behind the Islanders, but they have 
two games in hand. So if the Bruins win both of these games in regulation, they will suddenly be only four points behind the New York Islanders with two games in hand. You don't want to see that happen. And the Islanders may be catching Boston at the right time. Both Yaroslav Halak and Tuka Rask have been out of the lineup. Dan Vlader and Jeremy Swayman have been playing goal recently. Swayman has been the better of those two goalies so far in limited action. But look, the Bruins, they are sixth in the league in goals against but only 25th in goals scored. And the problem for Boston offensively, their top line, extremely productive. But after that, the falloff is big and they're not getting the depth of scoring that they need to consistently win hockey games. Now, their last game coming on the 13th, an overtime win over the Buffalo Sabres 3-2. That ended a two-game losing streak where they lost to the Flyers in Philadelphia and were manhandled by the Capitals 8-1 at home in Boston. So that is, uh, you know, not what you want to see if you are a Boston Bruins fan. So the Islanders may be catching them at the right time. Special teams, by the way, an important factor for the Bruins. Their power play is ninth in the league which is very good, but their penalty kill is ranked number one. So the Islanders will have a tough challenge when it comes to getting their power play going. Opposing teams scoring less than 14% of the time, 14.3 to be exact, uh, so a little more than 14% of the time against the top-ranked Bruins penalty killers, and uh, that is important. That top line, Patrice Bergeron centering Brad Marchand and David Pasternak, they are dangerous. David Krejci is the center. Newly acquired Taylor Hall on the left wing, Craig Smith on the right. So they're hoping that coming to Boston will reignite Hall, who had been slumping through this season with the Sabres. Charlie Coyle centers Nick Ritchie and Jake DeBrusque on the third line, and Curtis Lazar is the pivot on the fourth line. His wingers, Sean uh, Curley and Chris Wagner. On defense, Jeremy Lousen and Charlie McAvoy are the top pairing. Kevin Miller, Mike Riley are the second duo. And then Jared Tenorti and Connor Clifton have been the third pair on the defense. Right now, Jeremy Swayman and Daniel Vlader are the goaltenders. Lots of injuries. Andre Casse on the IR. Brandon Carlo, John Moore, Tuka Rask on the IR. Yaroslav Halak day-to-day, while uh, Matt Greslick also day-to-day. So we'll keep an eye on those guys and see if they are ready to return to the lineup. Obviously, Halak has played well against the Islanders. But you know what? The Islanders have also owned the Bruins so far this year, and they would like to continue that domination. So far, it's, uh, you know, the Islanders have matched up well against Boston, and that is a very good thing. Islanders are 5-0-0 against the Bruins, looking to make it 6-7 and over the next two days, so we'll keep you up to date on all of that. Tomorrow, we will have a full preview of the Friday game 
in Boston, plus a whole lot more. So make sure you join us for that. We'll also, of course, analyze this game tonight and tell you what happened and and why and what the Islanders need to do better and what they did well. So make sure you join us tomorrow for all of that. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. Stay safe, everyone. And of course, let's go Islanders.